The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Hey there, it's Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, and here's the latest. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem continues to show her misunderstanding of the benefits of cannabis and her outright disdain for it. In November of 2020, despite Governor Noem vigorously opposing legalization, a clear majority of South Dakota residents voted in favor of legalizing cannabis for both medical and recreational purposes, and the laws were passed. However, Governor Noem was able to successfully see that the recreational portion of that was legally blocked. Many voters have voiced their disapproval with her handling of the issue. Thankfully, medical marijuana rights for the people of South Dakota remain legally intact. On Monday of this week, Nome vetoed a bill which would have removed old cannabis charges from South Dakotans' criminal background checks. In her veto letter, Nome said that even with the newly enacted medical cannabis law in South Dakota, she said, There must remain consequences for using illegal drugs at a time when the use and possession of marijuana even for alleged medical purposes, was illegal. So what she's saying is that even though they have changed the law to make it legal to medically have marijuana, and clearly the voters want it to be recreationally legal, she still wants to punish those who have committed alleged marijuana-related crimes prior to these laws being passed, despite the fact that it's now medically legal and will soon be recreationally legal. State Senator Mike Roll, the sponsor of the bill, expressed his disappointment with Noam's veto. He tweeted, This bill would have helped 30-plus thousand people and could have had a positive economic impact of nearly $71 million over just two years for the state. Reefer madness is alive and well. Cannabis activists are currently trying to get another proposal on this year's ballot in November to try again for recreational legal cannabis use in South Dakota just like the voters wanted. The application window is now open for New York State conditional cultivation and processing licenses for adult-use cannabis. The new adult-use conditional cultivator license allows eligible hemp growers to apply for a license to grow cannabis containing more than 3% THC for the upcoming adult-use market. Also available is a conditional adult-use processor license, which authorizes eligible hemp processors to apply for a license to process and manufacture products containing over 3% THC for the upcoming adult-use market. To be eligible for either of these, the hemp grower must have previously been authorized to grow hemp and meet certain criteria detailed on the New York State Office of Cannabis Management's website. The window will be open until June 30, 2022. More information on licensing can be found on the website for New York State Office of Cannabis Management. There's a lot of frustration in New Jersey as the adult-use cannabis market opening continues to be delayed. New Jersey residents voted to legalize adult-use recreational cannabis in November of 2020. But 16 months later, the residents are still waiting for this to be implemented. The New Jersey Cannabis Trade Association issued a statement that summed up what many people's thoughts were when they said, When it comes down to it, it's New Jersey citizens who are missing out. The adult-use market will be a huge boon to New Jersey's economy. 
Additionally, this new industry is slated to create 19,000 new jobs, and taxes from a legal marketplace will support goals to promote social equity by providing economic assistance to impact zones that were disproportionately affected by the war on drugs. The New Jersey Cannabis Regulatory Commission Executive Director, Jeff Brown, indicated what the delay was about when he said, There simply wasn't enough proof that there was enough capacity of cannabis for both medical patients and potential recreational customers, including those driving over state lines from New York, Pennsylvania, or Delaware. Brown estimated that there was a deficit of about 100,000 pounds between what the current medical dispensaries have available and what the demand will be once they open up to adult sales. Edmund DeVoe, president of the New Jersey Cannabis Association, feels that the commission is doing the right thing by not rushing into this process and taking deliberate steps. He believes that taking some time now will help to ensure that social equity and minority and women candidates are prioritized properly, as the law had intended when it was drafted. DeVoe said, Doing things correctly is more important than doing things quickly. New Jersey's on its way, and we look forward to the next round of progress. Governor Phil Murphy said, Equity is a huge part of our proposition here, and I know that may take longer than folks would otherwise like. Shalene Title, founder of the Parabola Center and a former Massachusetts cannabis regulator, referenced how other states who went through this process before New Jersey sometimes made big mistakes by rushing. She told the Marijuana Moment, There's a well-worn path by regulators who gave in to pressure and ignored their own goals to speed up sales by a short period only to be chastised by the public later for failing to do their job. Ms. Title also referenced the concern over supply issues and said, The New Jersey Cannabis Regulatory Commission is choosing a different path by protecting patient supply and equity. And Governor Murphy is right that it's better to ensure that the state's requirements are met rather than taking shortcuts that would only cause problems later, as seen in so many other states. So, while these delays may be frustrating, Doing things in the best possible way should pay off for everyone in the long run. Vermont is gearing up for their retail market to open this fall by beginning to take pre-qualification applications from potential cannabis growers, retailers, and product manufacturers. The pre-qualification application window for all license types has begun and several hundred have already applied. The process involves checking for criminal histories as well as potential civil judgments against an applicant. The actual license application process will be open on April 1st for small cultivators and laboratories. On May 1st, license applications for cultivators can also be accepted. July 1st will be when product manufacturers and wholesalers can apply, and September 1st will be when retailers can finally begin their license applications. The approved licenses will be issued about one month after the applications are accepted. Representatives caution that, as in other states, it will take time for Vermont to develop its supply chain, including cannabis product manufacturers and testing facilities. Each community in Vermont is able to decide if they want to have retail marijuana operations within their borders. So far, more than 58 have approved it. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.